It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I'm, I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Today's show a little bit different, which if you've listened to me for a while, whenever I say a show is a little bit different, it typically means um, we've got a guest, a guest that we don't typically have on, which of course, uh, Ted Party is our guest today. And uh, he is part of the Houston Cougars radio broadcast. He's been doing color for them for, I think he said, over 15 years. So, former player for him. And his, uh, his name is Ted Party. So, his, his at on Twitter is at Party Time, which is hilarious. So, we'll get into that conversation in just a moment. Let's talk for a minute about kicking things up a notch for the big game. The grand stage, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 is at SoFi, less than 100 days away. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package to the big game. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with college stars turned NFL legend Troy Aikman, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, and more. Plus accommodations at five-star LA hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. Also, today's show brought to you by our friends at NetSuite. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on outdated spreadsheets and other finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power through your growth with visibility and control of your finances, inventory, HR planning, and more. NetSuite has you covered. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite right now through the end of the year. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash NCAA. That is netsuite.com slash NCAA. And joining us now here on Locked On Auburn, Houston Cougars, uh, color analyst, Ted Party joining us. Ted, thank you so much for your time, man. Uh, excited to talk a little Birmingham Bowl with you uh, today. Yes, sir, Zach. Hey, look, man, uh, funny how our, our paths have crossed here. We, we had, I'm sure you guys had no idea, and we certainly didn't either, but uh, looking forward to a, a good game against those Auburn Tigers. Yeah, the Auburn fan base was kind of feeling, okay, it's either going to be Birmingham Bowl against um, UCF, which would have been that Brian Harston, Gus Malzahn yeah. kind of thing, which would have been interesting. And then I saw a lot of Auburn going to Memphis for the Liberty Bowl against uh, Texas Tech. I, those are the two most common things I saw. Was Houston seeing Birmingham Bowl on any of the projections? You know, I don't think uh, Houston, what we saw, uh, you know, was the the bowl up in, in Boston, uh, you know, was kind okay. of what we thought was going to happen. And it was a, but it was a matchup against a, you know, someone like a BC or someone like that. Right. And, 
and I think it, you know, that's a long trip for uh, for Houston fans. And although it's it's a great venue, yeah. uh, it, it, I don't think it was a great um, a great combination of two teams. Uh, I think that also because Houston performed uh, pretty well, at least in the first half in the American Conference Championship game, and you know really held went toe to toe with a with a good Cincinnati team. I think that gave us a little bit more respectability and uh, we actually moved up in the polls as you probably mm -hmm. noticed so i think that uh <clears throat> I, I prefer this matchup i think uh you know let, let's keep it in the south and uh and let's let's see how a texas team matches up against uh, a heck of an auburn team no i, I think it's going to be fun I, the more i look at it the more i'm intrigued by it you know and the auburn fan base ted is split a little bit on this some folks sure. some folks are seeing this as Oh man, this is a really tough draw because you know Auburn goes six and six. They felt like they should have done better this season, and then Houston's coming to Birmingham, and it's like, dang, this is a this this team's playing some really good football. They've had a really good year, and then there's the other side of it where it's like, okay, good, we're playing a good team in the Birmingham Bowl, which is semi rare, but a good team is coming to Birmingham to play, and so you know you got the opportunity to go into the off season with a big win. So it it's a little split here, but. Ted, I'm surprised that Auburn's favorite in this game right now. Most of the books have Auburn as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I know you may not be able to comment on some of that due to you know being part of the radio broadcast, but that surprised me. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I, that's a, how they figure that stuff out in Vegas. I'm, I have no idea. Right. Uh, uh, all I know is that uh, Auburn is a, a good football team, and I know that everyone gets caught up in the record. To me, the Alabama game says everything. I mean, yeah. uh, the Iron Bowl – you know, and I know that no, <clears throat> you know, there's there's no uh, second uh, second place, or there's 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 no uh, sort of pride in a uh, in losing a game. But uh, wow, you know, everybody watched that game uh, uh, across the nation. Uh, right. Everybody saw what Coach Harson has been able to put together, and uh, so so with that, I think comes a lot of respect. And I think that uh, you know the Auburn fan base has high expectations, and, and I think that uh, they should because it's a great program. It's a storied program. Uh, so, so yeah, Houston underdog, I'm not a, I'm really not surprised in, in my view. Okay. Uh, also because of the conferences, you know, Houston's the, one of the top teams in the American, right. but, you know, there's really only three or four teams in the American that could even play games in the SEC, right? So, sure. so you get that balance, and, and that's where we are today, you know. Ted, tell us about this Houston team. Impressive record, like you said, one of the top teams in their conference. What are kind of the strengths and weaknesses of this team? Yeah, you know, Houston is is what I appreciate so much about uh, Dana Holgerson and what the, what they have done with the program over the past three years is they've gone back to what Houston's true roots are, in my view, which is offensive explosiveness. Okay. So if you look back in the triple option days, you know, Houston was – you know, Houston invented the Veer offense. Coach Yeoman years ago, he Texas and then just ended the phone because they had to compete at that level. And then you fast forward to the '80s. You know, nobody ran uh, five wide receiver sets or four wide receiver sets, and then Houston runs the run and shoot. Yeah. And then they have the first African American Heisman Trophy winner, my former teammate Andre Ware. Cool. So when you think about the arc of Houston football, it's explosive offense. And, you know, for a couple of years there, Houston had a pretty anemic offense, a real ball control and just sleepy, not really sexy. Uh, Houston has a pretty explosive offense, got some really talented kids. Uh, you want to pay attention to the receiver Tank Dell, small, tiny guy, extremely explosive. Uh, if you have a few seconds, 
I would encourage your listeners and, and fans to sure. tune into that American Athletic Conference highlight tape because, man, he he made a couple runs that I, just blew me away after he caught the ball. Uh, but but there's a there's a lot of talent at the skill positions. Alton McCaskill is a running back, number 22, okay. a true freshman. The, the rumor on the street was that he was being recruited by Alabama, but they couldn't get a hold of him because he doesn't do social media. He's that kind of a kid. How about that? And, uh, nobody could find him. Yeah. Old but school. But he's six, six foot one, 200 pound running back, and he's one of the fastest kids on the team. Uh, and then it all's anchored with a great, a great quarterback, uh, yeah. a guy named Clayton Toon, who's, who's been beat up the past two years, quite honestly. But he's gritty and tough, and uh, he can deliver the fastball. So, you know, again, it comes back to explosive offense, and that's really what Houston's calling card is. Sure. What about the other side of the football as far as the the defense? <clears throat> Just looking at stats, I haven't gotten a chance to really sit down and watch a whole lot of Houston yet, but it seems like defense is kind of the weakness of this team. Well, what I would, what I would say about defense uh, is – is that Houston's always going to recruit well for defensive players just because of the city of Houston. You you don't have to go very far to find talent. Um, But quietly, this defense has really turned into a sack machine. So you've got a a few defensive linemen. There's a guy named Derek Parrish. He's number zero. Uh, He he looks like Hercules out there. He can literally – he can literally, like – push the sled or push that tackle back into the quarterback. I've seen him do it a half a dozen times this year. Sure. But they have a bunch of other uh, speed guys, uh, uh, guys like uh, D.A. Jones, who got dinged up a little bit in the game. But he's a, you know, he's a six foot three, 265 uh, pound uh, defensive end uh, who leads the team in sacks. So, you know, they're 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 a team that can that can get after you. They're a team that can turn the ball over. Uh, you know, they're not going to physically a dominated team at the line of scrimmage, but they're going to be crafty. They've got a fantastic defensive coordinator in Doug Belk. He schemes them up. <clears throat> he uses the talent really well. So, mm-hmm. you know, overall, I think that, uh, you know, it'll be a, it'll, it'll be a heavyweight uh, championship slugfest is kind of the way I see this thing playing out. We'll continue our conversation with Ted in just a moment. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Made in. How does your favorite restaurant consistently make such delicious food? The short answer is they have access to the right kitchen tools. With Made In's professionally uh, professional quality cookware and kitchenware, anyone is capable of making restaurant quality food at home. I tell you what, I, I got a uh, a frying pan from Made In, and it is top notch. It, it has become my go to tool in the kitchen. Everything that I go in there, it gives me a little confidence just because you can tell it's so much nicer than all the pots and pans that I've accumulated over the years. I I think it's fantastic. So right now, Made In is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with promo code LOCKEDON. It's the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Perfect for this holiday season. Madeincookware.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for 15% off your order. That's madeincookware.com slash locked on and then use promo code locked on. Hey, speaking of food, if you don't want to cook, check out our friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery if you're in the Auburn or Opelika area. And uh, yeah, dinner is on them. They will uh, make sure it's picked up for you and taken care of exactly how you like it. They've got a ton of different restaurants partnered with them. Highly encourage you to check out our friends at fetchmedelivery.com or use their free app. Just search Fetch Me in your phone's app store and order away. And when you place that order, use promo code LOCALMEAL to get a little bit knocked off the top there. That is fetchmedelivery.com. Ted, you mentioned uh, you mentioned that pass rush and you know it becoming a sack machine. Could that be a mismatch in favor of Houston? I mean, Auburn's offensive line has been iffy, but 
We're already hearing parts of the offensive line, their main center. Uh, he started 33 games. He's going to miss this bowl game due to uh, having a minor knee operation. And so yeah. um, there's rumors of other guys kind of sitting out. There may be a lot of Auburn guys sitting out with this one. Sure. So, uh, I mean, could that be a potential mismatch in favor of Houston, you think? Well, I, I think you can't <clears> – <throat> I, I think you got to be careful is what I would say. I, okay. I think that Coach Harson's going to be smart about that. He's, he's going to scheme it so that uh, he takes – maximum advantage of whatever line games or whatever blitz packages that Houston brings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you guys, you know, uh, your second team guys at Auburn are as good as uh, most of the first team guys that Houston plays against. Don't forget about that. So, you know, and I think there's, it's always going to be a balancing act as a, as a coach, he's going to have to say, okay, you know, how much do we need to control these guys through the ball game, you know, running the game, uh, running the ball versus throwing it. Yeah, no, that, that's going to be interesting for sure. The The whole dynamic of players sitting out, I mean, it, I think it's going to hit Auburn hard in a few weeks. How, how will Houston respond to all of that? What's their situation with, with potential opt-outs? Yeah, no, great point. So uh, I, I'll be curious to see what happens, Zach. I, 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 in the past, Houston has had one or two guys that have uh, chosen to not play in the bowl game yeah <clears throat> guys that were first round draft choice uh type guys right uh but this is more of a blue collar team to be totally honest with you they're mm-hmm. not they've got tank Dell's a great player but he's not ready for the draft yet so uh and alton mccaskill uh, is a is a true freshman so those guys are going to be back next year for right. houston uh clayton toon i think is uh you know uh I, I, he is old enough. He is kind of of that draftable uh, category. So, but I, I, I think he'll come back next year. So, I, I really Houston most likely won't have that happen to their roster. They may have one or two guys that do that, mm-hmm. but uh, not enough to really shift the the you know sh- shift the uh, the needle, if you will. Sure. Ted, I let some of my listeners know that uh, that you're going to come on the show, and they had a few listener. We have a few listener questions. If you don't mind answering a few of those, I'd you really bet. appreciate it. <clears throat> so, um, thick Marshall hype generator ask, um, what should we fear most about Houston, and what is Houston uh, most scared of in Auburn? And I think you kind of touched on the first part of that, possibly the pass rush. But yeah, what what is Houston most concerned about with uh, with facing the Tigers? You think? It's 100% pass rush. It, it's it's that defense, that Auburn defense that is, you know, it gets after the quarterback. And, you know, you, you'll you'll put on the tape and you'll notice Houston's offensive line has been, you know, it, it's been steady this year. Last year they had like literally six different starting uh, offensive lines. This year at least it was the same group. Yeah. But it, it's been a bit of a patchwork. And, and if there's anything that the American Conference teams struggle with, it's recruiting offensive linemen. It's the hardest thing for uh, for any any team in the American to to recruit. So yeah, if you watch that conference championship game, you'll see in the second half they got uh, you know, Cincinnati got after Houston really big time. And right. so uh, yeah, that that D line O line matchup is going to be critical. So what what Houston's going to do is they'll bring in two tight ends. They'll go with t- uh, twelve personnel, and then they'll they'll do a little slide protection to try to protect uh, Clayton Tune's backside. But then when you're doing that, Zach, you know, you're pulling you're pulling uh, those safeties in because they can mm-hmm. they're going to ball hawk and they're going to lock up man to man on those outside guys. And you've only got two guys that you could throw to when you keep your tight ends in the block. So without being too technical, uh, uh, it's going to be Houston's got their hands full. Yeah, <clears throat> sure. I, I can't wait to watch the game. Uh, another question. Uh, CNDO one ask, how does the Houston fan base view this game? Do they feel disrespected as a ranked team playing a six and six Auburn team in the Birmingham Bowl? 
are they looking forward to taking on an SEC team that took Bama to four overtimes? That's an an absolutely fair question. I mean, I think that some Houston fans may, some of the cynical ones may be uh, disappointed. Um, Sure. But to me, and and I know that, uh, I think if you ask Coach Holgerson, you know, this is a this is a big time program that Houston's getting ready to play against. They get to play against Auburn. You know, it is a uh, it, you know a, a storied program that is respected across the United States. And uh, you know, look, you you the SEC is a tough conference. Let's t- let's be totally honest. Yeah. Like like, and it's getting harder. It's not getting easier. It's getting right. a lot harder now with with new teams coming in. And uh, you know, I know that everybody they they are a big magnet for for talent. But at some point, when is, you know, I, I don't know how the whole alignment thing's going to end up playing out, but at some point, you know, there's great teams that don't ever have a chance because there's such dominance at the top of the SEC. And when are those teams that are in the middle level going to say, you know what, I'm tired of this. I could go into the Big 12 and be the number one team. You know, I know Oklahoma's yeah. leaving the Big 12 to go to the, you know, go to the SEC. I don't think that's a good move for those guys. In I fact, I think Texas is going to be, is going to be the doormat. Uh, uh, trust me, it's uh, I, I played against those guys back in the old Southwest Conference. So yeah. So to me, a long answer, Zach. Sorry, but no, the answer fine. is look at that Alabama game. Look at the Iron Bowl game. You know what? That's the team that Houston wants to play against, and Houston will get instant credibility if they can hang in there mm-hmm. and and fight and and play a good game against against the Auburn Tigers. What do you think about the the destination, the Birmingham? Is that is that an appealing place to folks that live in Texas or other parts <laughs> of the country? Because living about two hours south of Birmingham, uh, I go to Birmingham a lot because some of my good buddies live up there. But yeah, yeah that's not an exciting place to go. But maybe it's because I'm just so close to it. Is, uh, are y'all excited well, listen, about traveling got, to Birmingham? It, great doctors, great hospitals up in Birmingham. No question. You know, uh, yeah, fantastic. Uh, you know, maybe not a destination spot. I think that that is uh, Houston's been to this bowl before, by the way, we, we played Vanderbilt a few years ago in this okay. bowl. And, and uh, so uh, luckily it's, it's in a new stadium, which I think is really exciting. So right. I'm, I personally am excited to see, uh, see the new stadium, but you know, Hey, look, everything's a trade-off and uh, Houston's had some good bowls in the past. They've been in Vegas before we were in Hawaii a couple of years ago. So, you know, we had the vacation bowl, but this, this one is not about, uh, vacation. This is this one is about building the program. Mm-hmm. Is the way that, that I would look at it. This is an important game for Houston to take seriously because it's going to help. It's the last game when the voters start thinking about next year and where do we slot these American Conference teams in the top twenty-five. Houston wants to land a good spot and then make a run next year to be to be like Cincinnati. Cincinnati, mm-hmm. they that's the playbook for all these American athletic teams. What they did this year is exactly what you got to do. You got to knock off someone like Notre Dame right. or knock off a big time team in order to get that respectability and and uh, uh my you know hats off to Cincy. They did it right and uh and they're in the playoff for the first time. <clears throat> yeah, you mentioned that championship game between Houston and Cincinnati. Is it cool even though Houston was on the losing side of that? Is it cool to see Cincinnati go be the first group of 5 playoff team or is Houston kind of looking at that saying like I mean, that could have been us possibly next year or, or something like that. What, what's that dynamic like? No, it's it's a, it's a little bittersweet. Okay. You know, Houston rattled off 11 wins in a row, and I don't care what league you're in, 11 wins in a row is really hard. Yeah. Injuries, you know, COVID, 
I mean, everything that, that has been going on the past year. And, and to, so to rattle off 11 in a row is, to me, a sign that the coaching staff has a great – they've got the team together and everybody's pulling the rope the same, the same way because yeah. everybody's beat up at the end of the year. So with that, you know, I think that, you know, you just have to kind of – you just have to accept that, that uh, you know, uh, a, a team like Cincinnati – even though you want to beat them and you and you you want to be the spoiler, which is what you know we were talking about the week before the championship game, we wanted to be the spoiler, no question about it. And would we do it? Absolutely. However, if you have to lose, I want to lose to those guys. I respect Coach Luke Fickle. I think they've done a great job there, and uh, and they were the, they they burst through the glass now. So now 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 yeah. they've done it, and uh, you know Houston's been to a couple of uh, New Year's Six games. So you know Houston had a great win a few years ago against Florida State. Um, over in the Peach Bowl. And, uh, you know, so that was a huge moment. Houston has had other opportunities where they had a shot at the Sugar Bowl and lost in a conference championship game. So we've we've kind of been through this before over there in Houston. And, and, uh, you know, just much respect to uh, Cincy. The broadcast geek inside of me has to ask this last question, Ted. But you know how how are you prepping for this uh, for this broadcast? And, and, um, you know, I guess a new stadium. You know, how does all that kind of play into um, playing to get ready for this broadcast? Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's in doing this. I mean, you, you, uh, this is your profession, so you know, you got to, you got to know what you're talking about. And, yeah. and so, uh, I have a lot of homework to do about the Auburn Tigers. I, I, you know, obviously, I'm a football fan. I'm a football fanatic, and and I watch a lot of football on the weekends. So I've seen right. Auburn play a few times, but uh, you know, and I, and I follow Bo Nick. You know. Bo Nix, to me, you know, his dad, I remember his dad playing. So, like, I get a lot of the and, – and, you know, my dad played, so I'm, I'm a son of a, of a former football player. And, and uh, so I love that. I love those stories. Those are the things that I think the fans want to hear about. They want to understand, like, okay, so we all get who the Auburn Tigers are, but, but who are the – let's unpack who the players are. And then, you know, I all – you know, what another thing that we do over in Texas is we find all the Texas guys on the roster and we figure out what their stories are. Because inevitably, right. there's kids from Houston, there's kids from Dallas, and we can say, hey, remember this kid when he was in high school? You know, high school football is huge in Texas. So remember, you probably saw him on a highlight on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Hey, now he's in Auburn doing great things. Right. Uh, so that that's kind of how I'll try to I'll try to prep Zach. We'll see. So uh, a few of the jokes that always find their ways in the broadcasts um, is yeah, you gotta say Bo Nix's dad played at Auburn. That that gets in every broadcast ten times. <laughs> Uh, T.J. Finley will start. He'll be the starting quarterback in the Birmingham Bowl. But you got to say T.J. Finley is tall, which he is. Right. He's six seven. So you got to figure out a way to get that in there a few times. Talk about how tall yep. he is. Kobe Hudson, Auburn's number one receiver. He's a high school quarterback, but we call him a natural wide receiver. So when he gets a catch, there you, you need to talk about how natural he is. And then, yeah, I guess you'll probably get bonus points for this, just because uh, our former quarterback Jarrett Stidham. Every broadcast oh, yeah. that we were uh, that we would watch, they had to say that Jarrett Stidham was from Texas like ten times. So exactly. There you go. Exactly. I there remember Jarrett real well, obviously being from Baylor and yeah. then, you know, some of the overlap with Baylor and Houston, but uh, no, that's exactly it, man. That's, that's how we do it. Right. Just <laughs> kind of get a couple sound bites. There you go. There you go. Ted, thank you so much for your time as always, man. Uh, have safe yeah. travels uh, to Birmingham and, and hope you enjoy your time here in the state of Alabama. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. See you, Zach. Good stuff from Ted. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I think it's fun. And, you know, he kind of made the joke at the start of it. It's like, oh, yeah, it's funny how your paths cross and things like this because never thought I'd be talking to a Houston person about, you know, this matchup. So I think that's pretty cool. 
And honestly, a little surprised how pumped they are about it. I thought they'd be bummed to travel, you know, 10 plus hours to Birmingham of all places. They had a really good season. They're playing a 6-16, six and six team, but he seems to really respect what Auburn's go, uh, got going on. And so it's nice to hear positive things in regards to, like, what other teams think about Auburn because we only hear, like, we're in this SEC echo chamber. So I thought that was pretty cool. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I certainly did. So thank you so much, Ted, for hanging out with us. Hey, tomorrow is a third Friday. Be sure to come back. So if you're on YouTube, click that subscribe button, like this video. Would mean a ton. And, of course, whatever podcast app you're listening on, subscribe or follow would mean a ton. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.